talk. I gotta tell what I feel. I gotta talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Blessed Coffee. It's your co host, Pat. What's happening, y'all? Man, what's going on? Hope everybody's good as well. Good morning, Miss Cam. How y'all feeling, man? And it's Sunday morning. Um, I don't know about y'all, but it's like 70 degrees out of here. So I took a nice little walk this Sunday, this, uh, Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Got my head clear. Got my cup of coffee. I know go. it's probably, what, 30 degrees in Chicago right now? How, it's, I like it's like 60. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sitting on it. Let me stop talking to you. <laughs> Everybody want to hate. Everybody want to hate. Well, man, we got another amazing episode in store for y'all today, man. Um, I was thinking about this episode. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a kick it off, man. It's gonna be friend of foe, but we'll bring us into the uh, conversation, <laughs> man. Let us know what, uh, what we're gonna be talking about today, dog. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about, you know, some of the things that was going on this week uh, for me. It was really a, a couple of different events uh, that that uh, came up with the same thing, but I, uh, they just opened an office for me, um, not for me, but you know, it's gonna be my office one day. But they just opened the office for us that I can walk to, right? And so I went there for the opening uh, Wednesday and Thursday this week, and it was cool. But I got to hang out. My managing partner was there on Thursday, um, spent the day together or whatever, working. And, and um, just all of the things that he was talking about, he's just a really big thinker. And he was like, yeah, you know, I got this movie dropping out, this feature film that I'm working on. It's going to be premiering on the red carpet February 10th. You know, make sure you, you got bring, you know, wear your good stuff. You know how we do it, baby. And then he was like, yeah, you know, I was just talking. I was just at this restaurant, this bar. I know the chef. I know the owner, blah, blah, blah. But everything that comes out of his mouth is always a really big idea, right? Um, and then I was thinking about, because, you know, because of COVID, right, a lot of people are just like, well, shit, I don't want to go back to the office if I don't have an opportunity, you know, if I don't have to go, you know. But I was thinking about, for me, right, I miss out on those opportunities, um, to be around those big picture thinkers if I'm always at the crib, which is really prevalent these days because you ain't got to go to the office, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, right, that commute is 30 minutes, 45 minutes, but that commute right. from the bedroom, 15 seconds, yeah, exactly. right? And so that, that, like, where do you draw that line? Because there's associations of people who you're around, right, that could really help out and things like that. So I think it's a good time for us to be reevaluating those things, where it's helpful, where it's hurtful, where it doesn't matter, stuff like that, because associations and being around people is really important these days, and COVID has, has disrupted all of that. Yeah, I think the, you know, like the question surrounded that is like comfort zone, like, mm. are you willing to like move out of your comfort zone to obtain professionally or personally, like the goals that you have set out for yourself? Because a lot of people, I think the biggest thing is you get comfortable, like, oh, I'm comfortable waking up, you know, 20 minutes before my meeting, just brushing my teeth and just putting on a shirt and then, you know, hopping in front of the camera, like, I'm comfortable not having to leave the crib to go to work. Like that's my comfort zone. That's my level of comfort. So, but are you really pushing yourself to the limits that you can obtain your goals? Like are you networking? Cause nobody, anybody that says they did it on their own is a, is a liar, right? You gotta know people, work with people to be able to accomplish your goals professionally. You gotta get uncomfortable in order to do that. You know, um, I know personally for me, I, you know, I struggle with that, especially early graduating, you know, trying to figure things out. You're like, man, what what do I do? Who do I need to meet? Like, how do I network? And you don't really know. Like, you're just trying to, like, go to events or maybe you, you know, you talk to your parents and they know people that know people or something like that. But it is something where you have to reevaluate, you know, every six months, every year. Like, 
Am I not meeting the right people? Am I missing out on opportunities? Am I taking full advantage of, you know, every opportunity I have to meet people? You know, those are the questions that I'm still trying to figure out too with myself. No, I, I always thought networking as a young person is, there, is very difficult because yeah. in a sense, you're advertising yourself. Like, hey, you should meet me because X, Y, Z, right? And um, I definitely had, um, especially moving out here to LA, people want to go have coffee, go have drinks, you know, after work on the weekends. And it's like, yeah, definitely. And at first I was like, eh, I'm trying to, you know, keep my weekends to myself. Eh, after work, I'm tired. I want to go home. But I had to take the sense of like, yo, these are people who I'm going to be working in this industry with. You know what I'm saying? These are the people in yeah. town that I need to know in 10 years. Or I don't want to befriend in 10 years because you don't know who you know until you, until they somebody who you should know. <laughs> <laughs> That's deep. I was, <laughs> I was just watching this uh, Snoop Dogg uh, interview, and he was talking about how he was in a photo with um, God, I can't remember the people's names, but they're like um, CEOs or execs at like Google and Sony. Just like when he was like 19, 18 years old, you know, he's like well into his forties now. But he said, "Damn, look who I was hanging with back in the day when I didn't even know who these cats were going to be." You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then you look at them now, and it's just your circle just bigger because you know more folks. You don't establish more relationships. But yeah, like networking and like your association is like it's, it's definitely tough when you graduate and you go into a new space. Shit, it's definitely tough for me being out here because I don't know anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I first got out here and stuff like that, so now I have to really take on these like coffee a day and these these drink dates and like put myself out there. You know what I'm saying? Which for some people, it's uncomfortable. Like, nobody wants to advertise themselves. Like, that's, you're already working all day. Like, you don't have to have to do another second job. All right, now I got to sell myself to make friends or to make associations and associates yeah. and whatnot. Like, yeah, that, that shit's tiring, like, as a young person. Right. Like, you know, in grade school, you know, you just go to school and whoever wants to fucking See play friends and shit. Yeah. Now it's more of, like, I think your interests, you know, your goals, you know, um, type of person that you are. You know what I'm saying? You really need more of the virtue you have. Is going to go. Is what's going to connect the type of energy you bring into your your circle, or the type of energy that you try to put in somebody else's circle, whoever crowd you're trying to join. And man, I think as a young person, like especially like when you really just starting out as a professional, it's like you learning how you learning who and how to make good connections, right? Because not every connection is a good connection, right? And uh, I know I was talking about this before I got on the show, but my dad used to tell me all the time, is hey you're only as good as the people you hang with, you know what I'm saying, who you surround yourself with. And just to really, like, let you know how I've thought about that throughout my life is, you know, through, through adolescence, you hang with good kids, bad kids. You find out who your, your real close friends are and, and whatnot. But look at us, man. We've been down since, like, what, almost 10 years now? Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, Damn, I mean, it has. you know, we've kept a very good crowd around us. And I think, man, like, iron shoppers iron. And so... When you're in a place and you have an opportunity to put yourself around like-minded individuals who are striving, achieving, who want to do good things, that's really all. That's, that's really come down to. If they have goals and they want to do good things, then yeah, you put yourself in that circle. Go learn something from them, or maybe you can contribute as well. But it's always keeping your eyes open to see, you know, what type of person that you want to be, and then go find people who try to be that same type of person. Yeah, and I think uh, one thing, that, and we talked about on, on our last season, it's like the in intimidation factor as a young person to like reach out to older people to like network, right? You feel like I had, I need to do certain things in order to come correct to the table when really it's just about reaching out in the right. beginning, right? Because everybody started from somewhere where it's like, 
look, I ain't have all the answers figured out. You know what I'm saying? You talk to somebody that's, you know, 50, 60 years old, they're like, man, I ain't had nothing figured out when I was your age. So don't feel overwhelmed right. about it. Just, you know, understand where you're at and understand like what you want to do and like move forward from there. Um, but I think that the key thing that Kyle Will was talking about is just reassessing, like, take some time to just sit down and figure out like, what do I really want to do? Like, who do I need to put myself around in order to accomplish, you know, goals? And I think, Will, you know, you have a great opportunity, like doing what you do and like being able to network, meet new people and like, you now have ideas that are inspired from the people that you meet. Right. That's you know, I'm not yeah. trying to speak for you, but like, no, you definitely correct because that was that was really you know part of that reassessing for me. Mm -hmm. It's like okay, Monday morning or Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, I know I have daily tasks or things that I need to do, and so you get into that. No matter what you're doing, you could be shit selling goddamn you know toothbrushes whatever it is you always gonna have some daily tasks right and then you can get on that hamster wheel of just do, clocking in 8 a.m do what you got to do right and so that's what's been tough because of covid it's just like the constant you know you're in your room or you in your apartment or you or you wherever you are you're not really interacting with people like on a lunch break or at the in the right. lunchroom or whatever it might be to to figure out what's going on in their world and what they're doing to be creative Right, because there's an element in terms of striving for a goal where it's like, ah, right, yeah, I got this path of, of how I want to get there. But there's also an element of creativity around how big can I think about something, right? And that's a lot of the times what we miss, what it feels like I'm missing, because it's not just be around people who work hard, right? But like when I'm sitting down and I'm talking to like y'all, right, y'all are thinking about topics in a different way than I am. And I'm like, oh shit, right? Like if, if I'm if I'm instead taking my lunch break instead of doing it on my own, what if I spent that lunch break with somebody from the office or somebody I want to be, right? Well, if I hear that from y'all or whatever it might be, I can implement that in my life to help me solve this problem. So like, as an example, we were talking about, like my, my manager partner was talking about all of these connections and I just started thinking, I'm like, wow, okay, I could do this. I could be here. I'm, you know, I signed up for like two networking events over the next couple of weeks, the next day, I bought some new suits, right. right? Just because of the interactions, now my mind is like, oh shit, right? Like I could be doing this, I could be blah, 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 thinking bigger. I wasn't thinking about, you know, how I can go expand in that way last week. Cause it wasn't, or the week before, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm thinking, yeah, oh shit, I got, I got 8 a.m. shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's really what that next level would feel like I've been missing. A lot of people been missing just from working from home. And, and that's the big thing about working from home that you don't like meet your coworkers or who who like you who are you know grinding with you. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I first moved out here, we were still working from home, and then like as soon as the opportunity presented itself for us to hop into the office, I took it because yeah. one, I didn't know anybody. You know, I'm just emailing people we're on Zoom, but you don't really know people. You know what I'm saying? Like you emailing folks, but you can't put a a face to a name and mm -hmm. whatnot. And once I came into the office, you know, I've been in the office for like what, the last four months now, uh, y'all, like, people, hey, Pat, how's it going, Pat? Yeah, what's up? So I'm making these connections with people who are literally striving to be what I want to be. I'm taking lunches with them, hearing their stories, you know what I'm saying, how they get into this, the agency and whatnot. Man, I've probably taken, at work, probably, like, almost 15, 20 lunches with people. Hey, what are you doing? Let's have lunch today. It's, it's so simple, right? It's so simple. I know a lot of times it's a little harder because, you know, if – Cause you know, I come, they, they, they give us lunch. We have like a nice little outdoor lunchroom. So it's very easy to go outside and go have lunch with somebody. But the fact to say, even I had a comment say, yeah, I remember um, an agent asked me to have lunch with him. And I was very new. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for that conversation yet. 
I say, fuck, I'm just going to go out there and just tell him about my life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Bro, I get it off with this guy. You know what I'm saying? Where I see him in the hall and say, what's up? We we have a connection. He he knows who I am, you know? And the same with, like, when I want to have uh, lunch with his sisters or people in different departments, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to hear about their experiences. You can't do that from home. And I remember yeah. uh, one of um, the heads of our, of our department was talking about um, the lack of growth a lot of assistants had during COVID. He says you wasn't able to grow. Just a mm. lot of assistants didn't grow over that eight months when people were in the when they were working from home. And I was like, mm. and I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, you're right because if if you're not, you know, our work industry, we need to be like with other people to be able to collaborate, share ideas and whatnot. If you're not interfacing with people on the regular, if you're not hearing these conversations, these phone conversations, you're not like you're not learning anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're, you're literally just on a computer all day, right? You're not yeah. you're not getting the full experience, shutting yourself short. And when I thought about that, I was like, yeah, you're right. Because like, if I'm in the office, I mean, if I'm working from home and like a problem is, you know, going on in the office where like people need to come together and, you know, talk things out and stuff like that, it's, it's hard to do that when, you know, when you're just, you know, just in front of a screen, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to get problems fixed. It's hard to develop relationships and, and you know, in any industry, you know, trust is a big thing. How am I going to trust you if I don't know you? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if I know this, Patrick, you know, we've been working the same company three years. This guy's coming to work every day, leaves, you know what I'm saying? He does his thing. That's a very trustworthy guy. You you, you put that name, you, you see that person, you're like, yeah, that's trustworthy, high character, and stuff like that. You really can't get that working from home. You don't really know somebody, you know, especially if, especially if you're new to a company. There's yeah. no way for you to develop a a long-standing relationship with somebody you're fresh on and all you've been doing is or Zoom friends with like pen pals. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. Not no. pen pals. You know, like you you can't like I said, you you always you won't get the full experience, man. And like especially in today's world where everything is Zoom and whatnot. Um I had a you know, people are just now starting to take in person meetings, you know, because of right. the Dr. Yeah. Yeah. which is very understandable. And a lot of, I know a lot of agents, a lot of bosses, they say, hey, push for the in-person meeting because it's so hard to sell yourself over Zoom. You know what I'm yeah. saying? you got to be real energetic, real personable, real, like, you know, some people yeah. can't do that. But, like, you get them in a room at a table, you know what I'm saying, like, an uh, actual environment and space, then you can yeah. really, I, I feel like me, for me, especially, I, you can really get a who I am, you know, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I feel like working at home, it does kind of, like, kill your association. You know what I'm saying? It kills your network and hopefully like when people do get the chance to out back into work fully like everybody then they some people take that initiative and say hey you know what maybe let's go in two or three days a week you know and just you know find the middle ground but like you said it's comfortable for a lot of folks and like if you're one of those people then you should like you know try to put your stuff out there to at least try to have one lunch one drink a week with somebody new you know what i'm saying that way and that's you know, what i was going to ask you guys that question too i didn't mean to cut you off but you know i'm a young person i don't know how to get started like how do i get started pat well like how do i you know step outside of my comfort zone to like you know start that process because a lot of people don't or maybe they just don't know where to start so how, how do i start i think i think always so I, I got lucky a lot of people since i was new people came up to me and they was asking me like hey let's grab lunch like if you're new like you should like you know come under my wing, you know, and that type of stuff. So I was very fortunate. But when you're on the other side of that, which I've, I've, I've been recently because there's been some new hires who've asked me to like, hey, Pat, you got 10, 15 minutes? And mm -hmm. now like, I'm, now this is the other side of the, uh, the other side of the wall is 
being a uh, being open to taking like to reaching out to people to try to network with them, right? I want to network with you, and you say, hey man, if you know somebody who you work with, you maybe just say hi or hello to in the kitchen or something like that, or maybe you have a ton of like emails. You guys are always working back and forth on emails. Hey, um, you know what? We've been working for the last months together on this project. Do you want you to know, grab drinks sometime this week or this weekend? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the, honestly the most easiest question, and it's very like. I feel like it's a very friendly question because it's like it's not like someone's asking you out for dinner. It's like, you no, know, like coffee or drinks, like anybody could do that, right? Yeah. I feel like that's that's the easy start. Like, hey, let's go get coffee Saturday at noon. There's a nice coffee shop cafe. And, and you really get to know somebody. You can very much establish a relationship. I think that's definitely a kicker. And if they're not open to the uh, in person thing yet, because a lot of people aren't, then yeah, you got to have to <laughs> zoom in coffee. Right. I, I did a couple yeah. of those too. You know, like meeting Regis over Zoom, having a cup of coffee and, and getting to know somebody. But I feel like, man, just finding somebody that you feel just slightly, you know, a little bit comfortable with. Maybe they're in your same, like, level of association, whether like, they're entry level or they're associates or whatever, like, you know, position you are in work. They're at that same level. So maybe they they probably have a lot of the same grievances, same thoughts that you are having. So you might as well go kick with them and go share your thoughts and experiences. Yeah. yeah, that's that's one thing. It's definitely a lot of the stuff to work uh, after after. Well, once you're a professional, that's that's where you're gonna spend most of your, a lot of your time, if not most of your time in general. So a good portion of that should come from there. Um, but I think about like you know like a hypothetical situation. If I upped and moved to like Nashville or Ohio or like somewhere yeah. where I have like no connection, yeah. like nothing, like what would I do? Or for all yeah. of a sudden now I'm living yeah. in Fort Lauderdale or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, what would I do outside of the work stuff? The work is probably, you know, the biggest one, but like, it would just be whatever I'm, whatever I'm interested in, right? Like go find a church or like, I'm thinking about like, um, this upcoming spring, I think I'm gonna uh, get into coaching. Right. Mm-hmm. Or if you're whatever it might be, right. Like there's always something around shit. My auntie was talking about how like, she's a part of uh, like the black women at Trader Joe's group or some shit like that. Like black yeah. women like, that go to Trader Joe's group. Like that though. Like not weird. I want to say weird, but like groups that like find common ground something. And then like, it, God damn it. They always out of that peanut butter oil at Trader Joe's. Right, right, like, right. And it's, That's it's, it's stuff like that when you do next. I know for me, um, when I have nothing to do, honestly, on the weekend, I literally just go to a comedy club. And I go there, and I go I chill, I kick it, I go meet a couple folks. I, I'm, everybody's drinking, everybody's trying to have a good time, so it's very social uh, environment. So I'm like, I don't feel bad going along, even though I'm, I'm there to recruit anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's something that I had to find, like, oh, man, like, I don't even know nobody out here. Like, where can I go and be an individual and, like, meet people? And that, for me, like, the comedy club is definitely one of those places where, like, you can really meet everybody wants to talk to you because they don't know who you are. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's definitely one of those places. But I can imagine, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you're in Chicago, there's probably all types of clubs or like if you like bike riding or workout. Right. Club, That's yeah. Stuff like that. A ways to meet new people. I know um maybe it's like spoken word events, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. You really gotta like I said, you gotta do your research. You gotta put yourself out there. Like you know saying if you feel like I ain't meeting nobody, we gotta ask yourself, man, we'll are you putting yourself in a position to meet people? Because you can't meet people from your bedroom. You know what I'm saying? You can't meet mm-hmm. people from your couch. You know, yeah. so like you said, well, if you're in a new place and in a new city, you're in a new environment, then you got to look to certain outlets that allow you to meet the certain type of people who you want to be in connection with. 
Yeah, and, and 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 that's a good point. Like first thing when you like if we didn't have this conversation, I wouldn't be thinking about it. But you just talked about comedy clubs, and it's funny because it's one up the street that I've been forgetting to go to, and it's like, all right, now I gotta I want to go check that shit out this week. Right. Yeah. Right? But another thing you could do, let's say, like if you're in a new spot, a new city, or whatever, from your old city, right? Um, look at back at whatever organizations you were a part of, or whatever, and say like, oh shit, like. Um, like the National Society of Black Engineers is a good one for me, right? Because right. I was a part of that. Um, and in Chicago, right, there's a chapter, but like if I move somewhere, I can go speak with the Chicago chapter and say, hey, who do you know that's out of Boston? Oh, yeah, I used to work with this one coworker out there. He's running the chapter or part of the chapter. Let me get you plugged in or, you know, right. whatever it might be, hunting black men or some mentorship uh, uh, association or whatever it might be. You can always look back or somebody knows somebody, goddammit. You know what I mean? So right. you, you gotta know, ask the right questions in the right email. You know what I'm saying? You get in touch with the right people. And that's why and that's why a lot of it is always about being creative, right? And building those things. And it's hard to be creative when you just sitting in the room doing the same thing over and over, um, and not interacting with people because you're not, you know, as you said, you're not gonna grow. The yeah. odds of you growing is just lower. It's just too it's hard, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not a, I knew this conversation reminds me like when I was in school, like in college, and I was talking to one of my professors, and they were just like, Look, all you got to do in college and high school is pass the test. But when you got in the real world, it, it you're not just going to have to memorize stuff to pass the test, you got to work on your soft skills, right? And a right. lot of people grow in organizations and companies, and they don't know shit, they just know the right people, have the right soft skills. You know, I, ha I play golf with him. I go to lunch with him. You know, he's a real upstanding person, like you said. Works hard, first person in, last I'm person out. I'm his son's godfather, you know. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I think the biggest thing with COVID that hindered a lot of young people is, like, really working on those soft skills straight out of school. Right. And, like, that's where you kind of have to go above and beyond and, like, find new creative ways to, like, be involved with your company or be involved with people in your community so that way you can work on those soft skills to like make yourself just better professionally and personally, right? Like communication is key. I was just talking about this last night with my girlfriend's friends and just talking about like how important just communicate, you know what I'm saying? You know, just a little something. <laughs> but we were just talking about, you know, communication and like how important it is just in, in life and relationships, personally, professionally, and if you don't communicate with yourself on what you want and like what you want to go after and what your standards and goals are for yourself, then you end up just lost kind of in the mix. So I think, especially now with, you know, Zoom calls being, you know, virtual and everything else, like center yourself and figure out like, how can I maximize it? If my company's still saying I can't go back in the office, how do I make the most of that situation? But if I can go back and grab a lunch with somebody or send an email to an exec and say, hey, you know, I'm new to the company or, I'm an aspiring, you know, young person trying to figure out how the best way to navigate and, you know, work myself, you know, up in the company. What did you do? What were your experiences like? How can I, you know, develop myself? Or what are things that you look for for candidates, you know, when you're hiring at the next level? You know, things of that nature. So that way you could actually put yourself out there, you know, to, you know, make a and, difference or move up. And you know what's crazy is, man, like, I've, I've always, I literally emailed people like that or I, you know, sent them texts like, hey, I just want to, like, you know, bend your ear. And yeah. yo, man, most I, I found it that once you like, especially if you're in the job and you're working for the company, most people are very willing to like exactly you know, sit down with you and talk. Like people love like people love that feeling of you coming to them for, for advice yeah. and guidance. 
especially like a little older folks, you know, and whatnot, who have been like maybe working in the field 10, 15 years. But I, I literally was sitting down with uh, an agent and I could tell that he was loving this experience because I was just asking him questions about like how he came in, how he came boy. He, I could tell that he just loved reminiscing on his journey. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah, exactly. talk, you know, and they love like someone like, oh, how'd you do that? Oh, that was so awesome. Like, and stuff like that. Now you don't even know that you're a fan of them now, and they're a fan of you because you're a fan of them. You know, and that's, exactly. that's a good guy. That's a good gal, you know, and whatnot. And so that's literally like how like those interactions have gone for me. Um, but I also want to I want to kick this conversation on like to kind of steer it on the other side because I've been seeing I've, I've been seeing this for a while now. But it's something that always irks my soul about like associations and people that you are trying to network with and deal with. I mean, it really goes back to when, like, you were younger, when you were in high school, the type of crowd that you was in, right? Because mm. back then, shit like that mattered. Now, who really cares, right? But I always thought to myself, I say, especially when, like, cause I think we're at the age now where we can look back to our high school years and say, well, that was a very good idea. That was stupid. That's something that I probably should have done. I don't know why I didn't. You know, yeah, right. you have, like, those certain types of, not regrets, but you just, you know, you're thinking about these things, right? Yeah. And one of the things that I always pride myself on, man, when I think about my younger days in high school and in college, it was like, yo, man, I had a great group of friends. You know, like I had like a, because of course you play ball, you play football, so I already had like 80 guys who are my brothers, but like our core group of friends was very tight, man. And I feel like we all had the same goals. We all wanted to be great football players. I wanted to go to college, you know what I'm saying, and, and do yeah. great things. And so from that instance, as a young person, I'm saying, well, God, these people want to do the same thing that I want to do. They have the same worth ethic that I have. I need to be hanging around these type of people. Right. Yeah. But then, and, but that's us. And, and that's a certain amount of individuals. But then there's other people who always see this thing, of, you know, it's, it's a gritty, gritty world. It's a dog and dog world. Just me out here. I'm by myself. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nobody to lean on or nobody helping me out, which sometimes is the case. I get that. But, you know, sometimes, man, people put themselves or sometimes take to bad friendships, bad energy, bad associates, uh, bad associates. And it's like, man, like, what are those red flags that you got to see if somebody in your circle isn't, you know what I'm saying, up to the group's expectations or maybe um, isn't isn't pushing you to be a better. If, if you got a friend who's telling you, Man, you don't need to do all that extra work. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to do all these extra things. That's whack. Like, yo, it's some people who, like, have friends like that. And they kind of, like, maybe they ain't going bad, so they want to bring you down, too. Yo. Yeah. A lot of young people, I think, just off because maybe you grew up with the individual. Maybe that's your best friend since, like, kindergarten. It's your cousin. Right. You keep these associates close to you. And they bringing you down. You know what I'm saying? Because they not at yeah. your level. How do you deal with that as a young person when you got somebody who's like you've had a long relationship with and now like you you see that you're surpassing them and they not even like catching up to you. They're not even, you know, at the same, you're not even at the same rate. That's a tough one because I feel like it takes, especially when you're young and in high school, it takes a certain level of maturity to like know like, you know, this isn't right. You know what I'm saying? Like you just don't know because like, like you said, you've been knowing them since kindergarten. Niggas been on the swing since, you know, since they was five, hanging out, riding bikes together, like, and then you just kind of get to a point where you're like, I'm trying to grow, and they're trying to stay in the same place. 
right? And it's hard to differentiate when you're, you know, in high school, because like, nigga, I go to class same time you go to class, you know what I'm saying? I, I go, I get out of school the same time you get out of school. Like, um, I think the biggest thing is just knowing like what you want. And regardless of like, what anybody says around you, as long as you're in line with yourself and like, this is what I want to do, then you surround yourself around people that want to do the same thing as you. And if that person doesn't, and they're just like, no, I'd rather go, you know, smoke weed and like chill out and like not do nothing. And you're like, yo, let's go like study or let's go do this or do that. Or like, let's go to this networking event, you know, in college or something, you know, you have to know, like, especially like, you know, I learned that lesson in college, like there's events, you know, going on at my school all the time. And I might have missed some opportunities my, you know, freshman and sophomore year, because I just didn't think about it, right? Because I wasn't around those people that were like, hey, let's go to the union and let's go to this event, right? Right. And you just have to know, like, okay, I want to do these things. How do I put myself in a position to be able to do those things? And if the people around you are trying to do it, you know, just gotta be like, hey, look, you know, you cool. We just going in two different lanes right now. You know what I'm saying? And maybe I, you got to take a step back and just like let them do what they need to do. Because there's no point in trying to drag somebody with you. They don't want to. They don't want to take those strides. That's what people do. You know, yeah. like you want to bring everybody with you. If you go in some place, you want to bring everybody with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just it. And I think, man, I, I'm at I'm at a point. I know you guys too. Like you, you see old friends who are like maybe aren't just. And then we're still I young, so like, who fucking knows where we're going to be in five, ten years, right? This is just, this is the race that started. But I, I do notice why I have friends right, who don't have the same maybe uh, motivation as I have, don't have the same grit as I have, man. And it bothers me because I try to get – I don't have a lot of game to give, but when I do see opportunity to spend some game to my friends, I'm like, yo, like, you should be doing X, Y, Z. I think that'll really help you out. And maybe they don't take your advice, which is cool because who am I? You know, you gotta take my advice. You ain't gonna listen to me. I ain't, I ain't done shit big yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, it's, it's just the lack of like follow through sometimes. People think it's, a lot of times when you yeah, see on Twitter, true. man, people got very, everybody got ideas. Everybody got big ideas, but no one's following through. And I used to tell myself, man, I don't know. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be with somebody who's just a talker. You know what I'm yeah. saying? People just who just blah 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 idea this blah 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 I got an idea for it blah 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 yeah but like what are, what are you doing to put this idea into work you know and a lot of times that confuses somebody who's a big idea person like you said earlier Will with with your homie who's like yeah we get yeah I know this guy and I know this guy I got this idea for that yeah but man if your follow through ain't them man then you gotta like look at the person and be like hey this this motherfucker just half stepping you know what I'm saying he not. He talking yeah. the big game, but he can't even, you know, he can't even fit the shoes. And right. a lot of times, man, you got a lot of young people who are capping, you know what I'm saying? Just straight up capping. And we think that these people are big idea people. We think these people are leaders, but they not putting anything into like action. They not, you know, planning or like, you know, setting shit up. And then yeah. the sense like, dude, that's, that's a toxic person. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the type of person who's going to just, Always coming to you with money ideas, but never know. I never know business plan. Never know laid out. You know step by step how you gonna accomplish something. And when you're a young person, like you thinking, oh, you might think that, oh yeah, that person, man, he's smart or she's smart, big idea person, but they lazy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't have the the worth ethic. They don't have the discipline. You know what I'm saying to actually follow through and do these plans. And I see a lot of people may get confused with that and like think that hey, this person needs to be in my circle. They don't because this is the person who is like, 
who, who think they know so much sometimes, you know, but they actually just aren't going to put in any work. And that's, and that's yeah. like a red flag you should see a young person when you talk about your associates, your friends, and people who you are keeping close to you. Because if they just talking shit, man, and not following through with it, man, like, what is words? You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Yeah. And like you uh, said, too, real quick, just like, ask those questions to that friend. Like, what are you, so what are you doing now? Like, what are you doing to like push yourself towards that? And if they can't answer, then you know that they're kind of just talking about that. And I hate that because I, I ask like a lot of my closer friends who I've played ball with and I've gone with, man, I know these guys this years. I say, yo, what, what are you up to now? What are you doing, man? Like, I want to, I want to hear your game plan. Like, just, just, just to see if I can help. You know what I'm saying? Not like judge them or anything like that. Like maybe I can help. Maybe they're trying to get to the industry. Maybe I can send them some job lists or something like that, right? I always wanted to be, like, will you do a great job of like being of service to people? You know what I'm saying? Lending the ear saying, hey, what do you need? Like, what are you like looking for right now? Like maybe I can help you. Maybe I can steer you in the right direction. I don't know. But you got to like let me know what's going on. And then when I hear them say, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to joke this. You know, I got this one thing in the back row. You know what I'm saying I'm yeah. working on that motherfucking And you know, I get, I know for me, I get frustrated because like, I know what they're doing is wrong, and it's like, ah, like. You gotta let them walk that path, you man. Gotta let them walk, walk that, that path. path, especially when it's a yeah. close friend like that. Now, somebody who you care, look care less about, you know, you tell them fuck off. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. people. And people say you have grown up with, and like these are like really like your brothers and your sisters. It's hard to like watch somebody um, try oh, to take a geez. shortcut. You know what I'm saying? I, I hate seeing my friends try to take a shortcut in life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that shortcut is gonna come back and fuck them later. And like I'm not I'm, I'm not nobody's parents, so I can't tell them. Well, yeah, you can give you know, and shit like this because you know yada yada. No, you can't say that, man. It's like you kind of gotta watch from the fucking sidelines. And see them kind of like you know go through the shit, which sucks because you don't have to see your your associates, close friends go through bullshit. You know what I'm saying? You want to actually steer them away from that. But it's you got people in your like like like, said, like who aren't like doers. Then you're like yeah, you gotta cut them loose, and that's like the, yeah. the bad, you know, honest truth, man. Like yeah, I I, I agree, bro. You definitely want to be like lending a hand, or like especially for. You know, you reach out to somebody, hey, Cam, hey, Pat, like, you know, what you working on, bro? Is there anything, you know, you need me to, you know, I know Pat was not notorious, but this man once a week, hey, man, I got this, I got this 90 pages. Can you read this? Like, <laughs> oh, it was yeah, I got, yeah, I can do it, bro. I can yeah. do it. I can do it. You know what I mean? You always want to, you always want to, like, lend a hand and help out, especially for those people that you know that's in your network that are, like, the doers, right? That are, like, and that's, working and that's, on that's something. And that's the thing, though, I, I hate to cut you off, but if I have somebody who is like uh, really trying to do something, get something off the ground, and I see that they putting in the work, hell yeah, I'm a champion them. Like, hell yeah, I'm say, you know what? Maybe I do know somebody who you could talk to. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you, if you see a friend or see your associates working so hard to get something, bro, you see them busting their ass, you say, damn, like, if anything, it, you, I see y'all working so hard sometimes, especially Cam, you work for the car business. I say, Cam, man, that guy work so fucking hard, bro. I need to get my with that there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not, you know, busting enough tables. Mm-hmm. What the fuck I was doing? I'm not, I'm not doing enough work. And it motivated me to be like, I need to put in that time. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that's the only thing that we have that is, like, you know, equal amongst us is time. And yeah. that motivated me. And so if I got some, like, a friend or somebody who's trying to get something started, 
yeah, man, you got to be a good friend back to them and, like, help them. You know what I'm saying? Go to their events. If they start to start a business, you know, and they have, like, an event going on, go to their business, support their pages. It's very easy to do. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you see them work so hard at it. And, mm -hmm. like, especially with black folks, I want to see, like, especially us, like, champion each other more, especially if we have, like, and we're trying to be entrepreneurs or, like, business owners or whatever the hell we're trying to be, champion each other's work because especially putting in the work to, to be these great things, you know what I'm saying? It's so easy to, to lend a hand to somebody working so hard. But when somebody's yeah. not working hard, it's just like, I'm wasting my time with you. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, Will, at least you, I hope that you saw me. Like, yeah, this guy's kind of serious. You know what I'm saying? Let me actually help him out to get pain. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, this dude's working. And I feel yeah. like I, someone came to me with the same, yo, man, I'm working, man. I'm trying to get this off. Just let me know what you think, dog. Like, your opinion matters to me. You know what I'm right. saying? And then at that point, your opinion added to me, Well, I'm like, this is a smart dude, you know what I'm saying? He, he's read a lot. That's what I told him, I was like, he's read a lot, you know? Yeah. He's, he's real educated on the reads, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't read. He's well read. He's, he's, well, he's, 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 yeah, he's well read, yeah. He's probably read a couple stories that's like, you know, that, that he could probably, you know, add something to, add some type of value to my work, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I, like I said, man, if, if you can find somebody who's like working hard and doing, trying to do their own thing, yeah, like definitely look the hand to them, you know what I'm saying? And try to be that partner for them and coach a fan, man. Just be a fan of them and just like root for them right. on. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so simple. We should do it like more often. Yeah, I, and I'd say I, I to back to, to Cam's uh question earlier, right? Like let's say we were to give advice to, you know, somebody who's younger than us. Like I think about my little cousins all the time as they're going through high school, getting into college, thinking about internships, all kind of stuff. Some of the things that I would be, I would uh, tell them, I'm going to tell them now that I think about it is, you know, as you evaluate where you currently are, let's say for them, right, it's easy when you're in high school because everybody doing the same damn thing, right? Right. Yeah. Okay, let's say right now it's November, you know, whatever date, right? You guys, you in a group and then you getting B's as an example in your classes, right? Well, first and foremost, find, look at the people who are getting A's or B pluses, like the people that's just right, you know, just right there. You know what I mean? Right. Just right there and just listen to what they're talking about. Or you see, okay, shit, they get that B plus. They keep getting B pluses. I keep getting 85s. They keep getting 87s or 88s. Okay. They said that they read the chapter. Let me go walk up to them, bro. I'm going to start reading the chapter, right? And then, like, let's say me and Cam both get B's, both getting 85s. It's like, hey, bro, I'm about to go. I heard, you know, Pat getting them 88s or whatever. He said he read the chapter, I'm going to start reading the chapter. I'm not going to wait on Cam to read the chapter. I'm going to read the chapter, and then I'm going to keep reading the chapter. And then me and Pat going to start getting 88s, right? And then I'm going to look back, either Cam's going to start reading that chapter or he not. And then it's going to be the person who's getting the 90 or the 89, right? And then you keep doing that thing, and it's like, look, bro, you either got to come with me or not because you see where I'm trying to get, right? right. And then if, if Cam's like, oh, shit, well, I heard the person who's getting 92 said they came in after class. It's like, ooh, right. yeah. read the chapter and come in after class? Boom. So then find those people who are also building in another way, too. You work with them, and then I, you can always bounce ideas off of each other, right? But you always want to look at that next place, but keep your head, keep your, your eyes focused on the future or whatever the goal is, and then find the doers, right? The people who's getting it done, and just be like, okay, what are they doing? Let me listen to them. Let me pick their brain on, on what's worked for them, and just incrementally, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's very easy to do that. Yeah, high school, because yeah. it's literally an 85 and who's getting 87, right? Yeah. But when it's more of a professional and industry thing, it can get a little bit tougher. 
right? But it's very important. Know, there's some scandalous high schoolers out there, like you know how to Becky V. I ain't letting you see my joke. Yeah, if somebody's asking about, yeah, don't cheat, no kids, don't cheat. You funny, bro. Just network. <laughs> but like when when it's when it's coming down to work, that's just important. That's just important, and especially because, in my opinion, when we're talking about an entry, a young professional, right, who's getting into their career, maybe yeah. within the first three or four years of their working career, right, because that's still really entry level. Right. A lot of the times, we don't experience the pain of hitting that wall. We can't see the pain of hitting that wall because when you are engineer one. Nigga, the next promotion is engineer two. And the next promotion is engineer three. It's like, nigga, I know what I need to do, yeah. right? But there comes a point in time where you don't go from manager to vice president. That's right. not a thing, right? You don't go from manager to CEO, CFO, CIO. That, that, that's not a thing. And so a lot of the times people are like, oh, work your, work your way up, do corporate ladder bullshit. No, dog, sometimes you got to get off that ladder and work, you know, do something to change, to change the industry. Like I know one of my clients, yeah, yeah, one of my clients always think about that because you think about the normal corporate ladder. You don't normally go engineer one, two, three, manager, director. It's not always like that. People usually take, they skip something at some point in time where they make one little move that allows them to make the big leap because it gets more competitive. And I was talking to somebody, he's in the tech industry, one of my clients. And he was like, yeah, bro, I'm on a, um, he's entry level, but he's like, or a uh, young professional, but he's like, bro, I just got um, involved in this uh, leadership program that trains um, people within the firm to eventually become uh, C-suite members. I'm like, what? Like, that's how that gets done? He was like, yeah, bro, like, I, you know, just interacting with people and then they offered me an opportunity for this program. So it's additional training, like on soft skills and stuff like that, but it kind of grooms you to take that leap. And I'm thinking right. about it. I'm like, damn, bro, like if if you're not building those connections in unique ways, when you thought, oh, okay, I know I'm gonna just go this step, this step, this step, this step, shit like that's not gonna happen. But now you move yourself, you do that one thing because you were like, okay, I got the 85 who's getting the 91. What they doing? Well, they in this program, bro. So you do what they do, you keep grinding, but you gotta always keep your head moving forward for those types of opportunities, bro. And that's, and that's literally that. It's, it's not what you know, it's who you know. You know, in, in the sense of, like, yeah, I can bust my ass and, and work up that ladder of the corporate world to get to, you know, the top. But, you know, if the people at the top don't know you, <laughs> you ain't going to get a seat at the table. You know what I'm okay. saying? And so that's when you have to work those soft skills. You have to go out and, then, you know, have drinks, have coffee. If you play golf, go have a golf game. You know what I'm saying? Any way that you can find a connection to these people. Right. You know, think well, folks, and I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in like, yo, you have people that you like. You work with people that you that you you hire people that you enjoy working with. And at the end of the day, if certain individual likes you, I feel like they're more likely to hire you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because nobody likes work, but you might as well do it for people you enjoy being with. And yeah. so, in the sense of, I don't know this guy. Yeah, he's a hard worker, but I don't really know. Like, is he? Is he like is he sociable? Am I gonna have time? Am I gonna enjoy working with him? I don't know, but I know Will. He's a great guy. We have coffee every day. You know what I'm saying? I like that guy, and I'd rather be around Will. You know what I'm saying? So come on board. You know? Yeah. And that literally that's, happened to me this week. And that's and that's the sense. Like hey, like yeah, like you could work so hard and be very good at you at what you do, but you also got to be patient. You got to be relatable. It's, and that's tough for some people because some people are like, you know, introverts. You know what I'm saying? They don't like 
being in those type of settings and stuff like that. And it's very and it's very challenging depending on what industry you're in. But it's, it's certain skills that you kind of gotta have or work on to get to the level that you that you desire to be at. And right. you know that's just like don't knock it those people, but like that's just what it, the the rules of the game. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's it's cold turkey. You know, so like they it ain't much to. Ain't much else that you can unless it's like you know sometimes you know if you're an engineer or you're a computer scientist then you're the best of the best you know what I'm saying you'll get the job. But well, other issues, not you know, necessarily because that example I gave was in a that's that's he's a software engineer software developer. Well, see, it's still even not even that clear in the clear roles, right? Like imagine if you were something creative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just that point in time where you hit that wall, and a lot of people don't know they don't think about that. Like when you're in your twenties, there's just a wall eventually at some point in time where if you just stay on one path, right, and don't make a shift, you probably aren't gonna go to that really, that you know, that level. upper, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta find another way to really elevate the game, bro. And a lot of people don't, they think about, um, you know, you just working, you just working, blah, 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 why do all this networking shit? You know, they talk about like, uh, um, you know, working hard versus working smart. And a lot of the times being creative isn't seen as like hard work. But realistically, thinking about the smart way to get there is harder to do, right? That is right. hard work. That state of creativity, that flow, allowing yourself to, to network, that's fucking hard work. To get an idea that wouldn't have come to you otherwise, right? That could replace a month of you thinking about it on your own. Yeah. Over a 15-minute cup of coffee. There you go. That's clear to me. I mean, that's that's hard work, bro. Shaking that hand, bro. Like, if you have an idea or thought process, there may be a better way to do something that you never even knew existed. And that's where the networking piece comes in. That's where talking to the person, man, woman, that's in the position that you want to be or doing the things you want to do makes a lot more sense, right? Because there could right. be, you could be looking on Google and you could be looking at one way and then this person's been doing it for 10, 15 years. They know the ins and outs, you know, and all it takes, like you said, 15 minute cup of coffee. They know how to get the job done a lot quicker and sooner. Exactly. Than and that's yeah. literally the bottom yeah. line. And, and it's funny that you say that, bro, because, like, as you really think about a lot of the really successful people, I, I don't know, pick, you could pick, I don't know, business owner, it doesn't really matter. There are certain things that they're doing, right, that they share within their group, right? You find those people getting Bs, and then the, the people who get As talk to each other. They're not talking to people who get Bs. There's no mm -hmm. conversation going on. So a lot of the times, right, as we think about this being, you know, tangible, like with COVID, you think about like, okay, like, let's say I want to be a manager or a director, you can like go on and Google it, but it ain't going to be, there's no answer for like how to become a director, how to right. become a VP, the, the higher you get there. But they might say, okay, entry level one, oh, as long as you do X, Y, and Z, you can Google it, you can get to entry level two, right? But when you think about the higher level stuff, those conversations, whether it be about wealth building, advancing in your career, shit, a healthy relationship, right? The people who have the best relationships, maybe with their spouse, whatever it might be, right? That stuff does not, you can't, you can't just Google that, right? That's the easy work, right? You got to go out and exactly as Cam was saying, bro, you wouldn't have thought about that stuff if you didn't, you know, try to go from the B group to the A group and have that conversation with them because those groups get smaller and them niggas are not blogging. <laughs> Mark Cuban do not run a blog. He not just blogging. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, they ain't no. Well, People I share are my ideas with you. No. Well, it's not that. It's well, not like people sharing ideas or like I'm not gonna give you the fucking recipe to the fucking gourmet meal. And I, don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say 
I wouldn't necessarily say it's that, right? Like I remember, uh, I, I, I read a quote, I remember um, Emmett Smith, right? For everybody who don't know who Emmett Smith is, it's just a sports example. If you don't know who Emmett Smith is, a very famous running back for the Cowboys, um, what, in the early 90s? Early yes. to mid 90s, right? So uh, very successful dude. He reached out to Michael Jordan to do a lunch, right? And if you don't know Michael Jordan, I'm just Google Michael Jordan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So he reached out to Michael Jordan for a lunch, and Emmett was like, "Cause, cause Michael Jordan net worth probably ten to fifty times bigger than Emmett Smith's, right? At the time, but still. but they both are successful athletes, and so he's like, "Man, I, I'm getting eighty five. How do I get my ninety and ninety one? Right. So they go have lunch. Emmett goes, "Mike, you know, I, I'm surprised. You're so busy. You're doing so. You're doing so well. Like, I'm surprised you sat down or took my phone call because they they chatted and he gave him the advice that he needed. Bro, elevated his game." And he was like, you know, why, why don't you do this with everybody? He was like, look, bro, you got to be, someone's got to be ready to accept the advice if I'm going to give it. Think about why people, how, why I'm not having lunch with everybody was how do we get here? He asked him, how do we get here? We was like, well, I just reached out. Exactly. Mark Cuban can't tell somebody like, let's say you and I about the step that he took at 38 because we not there. Right. Right. So I've got to be like, oh shit, I want to go from 85 to 87 right, the incremental improvement. But if I'm getting fours on my test, what question am I going to ask Mark Cuban? And, and that what is going exactly to blog right. to me to really help me? Because in, in that sense of, you know, Michael Jordan asked Emmett Smith, what have we done to get here? Well, we put over 10,000 10, uh, hours into our craft. You know what I'm right. saying? We already know, like, success. Now we're trying to elevate into Nirvana. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're not, it's like proper preparation, you know, prevents poor performance or whatever. If you're preparing yourself and you're working hard for that moment, and then and that's when that that lunch with Jay Z, that lunch with Michael Jordan pays off because mm -hmm. you're not asking uh, how can I be successful questions. You know what I'm saying? No, no, you're asking like how can I take this business, flip it, get equity in this business. You know, you're asking the tougher questions now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, if I work hard, no, no, because at that point you're wasting that person's time. You know what I'm saying? But if you've right. already put in the work, the groundwork built the foundation, and now you're just working on the top penthouse, then yeah, then that conversation becomes a lot more specific. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're ironing out the sharp, the small details at that point. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking, well, do I want a, a three-bedroom or a four-bedroom house? You know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, it's like, is it going to be granite or marble countertops? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's the smaller things. And if you do like put in the work to get there and then like, like you said, you, you prepare for that opportunity of having to network with somebody who's like so successful, who's like finna take, finna help you take that next step. But you, it's so much more you gotta do before like you say, you can't come to somebody who's getting 80s on the test when you get folks. Like you gotta, you know, you, you, gotta gotta get, you gotta do your work to get to that level to be even like good enough or, you know what I'm saying, respectable enough to like, be even, to sit at the table with this person, you know what I'm saying? Because they already put in 10,000 hours in. You can't put in a and be like, I got a few questions, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, 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 yeah. you got a few hours to put in. Well, you better go get to work. And you, know, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the thing, bro. So I, I think it's all about a journey, right? The whole, the, like the point of, of what we all trying to get at is it's not, not necessarily don't email Mark Cuban. Because Mark Cuban, I know really successful people who will say, I, whenever somebody reaches out to me, I'll take five, 10 minutes, like legitimately, I'll try to answer all of those 
uh, emails, phone calls, or whatever, because a lot of people are just too intimidated to ask in the first place. So it's really not as difficult as you think it is, right? And then it's all about the journey. So just, just wherever you are today, it's not about, okay, I'm not ultimately where I'm supposed to be. Because if you had already accomplished your goals and you're still living, I mean, you, your life kind of over if you ain't got nothing to strive for. You know, I mean, real, like real talk, your life kind of over. So it's just about taking that, that incremental step. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if you're not learning nothing new, a lot of people feel dead inside. Like those people not growing in exactly, you know? they, they feel literally dead inside. But it's about taking that incremental step by just reaching out, trying to learn something new, right? And just getting better than who you were uh, yesterday, last week, last month, or whatever it is. Because it really pays off, right? You don't want to hit that wall. Because imagine the alternative, right? You think about today, you know, a 25-year-old, okay, I know that I can go engineer one to engineer two. That's fine. I'm happy with that. So I'm going to be happy at 26, 27. I know engineer two, I can go to engineer three. So 28, 30, I'm going to be okay. But if you don't make that change, you're positioning yourself to be 35, 36, 37 and getting laid off or hitting that wall or wanting to make more money because you, you know, you got kids who want to go to private, you know, whatever it might, whatever it might be. And now you're like, oh shit, at 25, 12 years ago, if I would have just reached out to this guy, I don't know, Mark, and had coffee, because my homeboy who did it is now my fucking boss. Yeah. Because he made that one decision. Like, think about how bad you'll feel in that situation. Yeah. So why not do it? Can you afford not to do it? That's the question. You can't. Problem is, is most people, you know, shit, I'm cool at 25. I know I'm going to be good at engineer too, or, you know, whatever. I'm good. COVID, I could just, I could send my emails from my, my office, but you're not thinking about looking, being 37, 57 and looking back on 27. <laughs>